Welcome to Circle 3 Cowboy Fellowship's podcast. We are patriots, unafraid and unashamed to speak the truth and spread the gospel. Today's message is from Gary Lear. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, I'd like to welcome you to Circle 3 Cowboy Fellowship, the online version. This is something that's kind of new for us. Uh, so we're broadcasting right now from, from our living room, and we managed to find three people, the only three people in all of Montrose County who don't own a computer, and they're joining us this morning. So if you hear any background noise, it's because they're getting rowdy. But uh, I want to welcome everybody. This is a little different, not getting to see you guys uh, at church like you normally would in the building. Uh, it's actually pretty good for me. Uh, most of you guys don't look too good at Sunday mornings anyway. You look much better in the evenings. So, uh, but uh, anyhow, we would uh, like to thank you guys for joining us, for those of you who are joining us on Facebook. Uh, I think we're going to get started with a prayer. We're going to open it up just like we normally would. This week, we don't have music. We're working on getting our proper license in place for streaming. Uh, That's something that's a little extra that we have to have uh, in order to play music. Uh, You know, other people's cover songs and whatnot online, we've got to have a streaming license, and I'll have that in place this week. So next week, we will be broadcasting from the church building, and uh, the full band will be playing, so we'll do our whole service. Uh, But unfortunately, this morning, you just got to listen to me for a little bit. Um, So anyway, let's open this up with a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for for all you've blessed us with. And and Lord, I just pray now and lift up the the country and the people uh, in our community. As we're going through a pretty tough time, Lord, we trust you. We know, Lord, that you've got this under control. And we just thank you, Lord, for all you do for us. I lift up the prayer request of the church, Lord, as we've got others dealing with health issues other than this corona. Lord, we, we pray for those who are struggling with cancer. We pray for those who are having problems with their families. And, and Lord, there's many. Lord, you know each and every one of them. And we just pray that you be with each and every one of those cases. And may you comfort each and every one of them. Pray that you be with us as we go to this service, and uh, Lord, may all we do, we do for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, as I said, this is going to be a little new format for us. We've been going crazy this morning, signing people up. Our Facebook page has exploded, which uh, is good. Uh, This online streaming is something that we've talked about doing for about a year and a half now. And uh, thanks to the coronavirus, I guess it's kicked us in the butt, and we are going to have to... uh, learn to do this. So this is our very first time of ever streaming live. Um, what a crazy time we're living in. You know, before I get too far in this, I want I, I just want to ask the church that you would uh, keep my wife in your prayers. Um, she's been struggling with this quarantine stuff. Um, it's been tough on her. Ever since I locked her in the barn on Tuesday morning, she's cried a lot and she's mad every time I go out there. I notice it mostly at night, uh, you know, when I shut the TV off to go to bed, I can hear it carrying on out there. So if you guys would just keep her in your prayers, we would appreciate it. Uh, we've got a week and a half to go, I think, then I can let her out. So, uh, yeah, I would really appreciate it if you guys would do that. You know, my grandpa used to tell me uh, whenever I was having a difficult moment, maybe we were out working in the heat or, or uh, having to work when I would rather be fishing. Uh, he used to tell me, that he says, you know, we lost our Garden of Eden. And that's true. You know, this coronavirus is a, is, a, is a reminder of that. What we're dealing with 
uh, on a world level right now is a reminder that we lost our Garden of Eden. You know, God created a perfect habitat for humans to dwell. He created us perfect. I mean, we had no viruses. We had no bugs. We had nothing that we had to worry about. But because of sin, because we allowed sin into the world, we were banished from the Garden of Eden, and, and the Garden of Eden doesn't even exist, to my knowledge. Uh, you know, nobody could really even pinpoint where it was. It's gone. And here we are. We're left with a world that is imperfect. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with an imperfect world, a world that is bound by sin, a world that is now dealing with not only the wars and the different things that we deal with, and now we're dealing with a worldwide uh, pandemic, I guess they call it. And, uh, you know, there are people struggling all around the world this morning because of this, and that's because we lost our Garden of Eden. I want to start this morning in the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 10 through 11. This is going to be from the New Living Version translation. Then Jesus said to them, Nations will have wars with other nations. Countries will fight against countries. The earth will shake and break apart in different places. There will be no food. There will be bad diseases among many people. Very special things will be seen in the sky that will make people much afraid. Sound familiar? We've been seeing this for some time. Wars and pestilence. This is nothing new. We've been in the last days, folks, ever since Jesus departed. We're in the last era. You know, this started out with God's time that he dwelt here on earth. We have a, a triune God, and God was here and he dealt with man in the garden. He dealt with the Israelites in the desert. He dealt with mankind for that first dispensation. And then there came a time when Jesus came to earth, and Jesus had his, his ministry here on earth, and he dwelt for about 32 years or so. Now we're in the last days. These are the days of the Holy Spirit dwelling here. But when Jesus talked about the last days 2,000 years ago, that's when it began. We're still in it. It's going on today. And the things that we read in the Bible, we're seeing unfold today. And they have been unfolding for some time. Wars are nothing new to us. Earthquakes are nothing new to us. Here just the other day, we had a 5.4 magnitude earthquake, I think it was, right here in Salt Lake City. Not, not more than about 300 miles from where we sit this morning. These kinds of things are going to happen. Jesus said they were going to happen. But he says not to fear. He says that very special things will be seen in the sky. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know if that's taking place yet. I know there's anomalies and whatnot out there, but I'm looking forward to the very special things taking place in the sky. Uh, that's something that is going to wake the world up. Can you imagine what the world will be like when Jesus really starts doing things like this special things in the sky he's talking about? I mean, we've got people panicking over an invisible bug right now. And quite honestly, it's a bug that, yes, it's affecting <coughs> excuse me, the whole world, but really, the numbers aren't anywhere near like what we've seen with other problems. I mean, the common flu, which I'm still getting over, we, we've lost 4,800 Americans so far this year from the flu bug. But we didn't shut down our schools for it. We didn't shut down our restaurants for it. We didn't go and buy all the toilet paper out of the store. Speaking of the toilet paper, I got to back up here a minute. I've been asked on several occasions since we announced that we were going to do this online church. Well, how do we give our tithes? 
Most of you who come to Circle 3 know we don't pass the offering plate. We've got a box back by the back door that's got a little narrow slot in it, just wide enough that you can drop money down into it, but you can't get your hand down in there to retrieve it. We don't allow any givers at Circle 3. And so that slot is just big enough that you can put your money down inside of it. And so I've had several people ask, how are we going to get to do that? Well, drastic times call for drastic measures. And so I have come up with a new offering box. And I just wanted to show everybody at home this new offering box. It's just a simple cardboard box that I'm going to set out on the front patio of the church. So if you drive by and you see this, you feel free to drop your offering in. But instead of having just a little tiny slot at the top, it's big enough to fit perfectly a roll of toilet paper down inside of it, just like that. And so as times tend to get a little bit harder, if you see this box, you'll know that things are getting a little rough around the pastor's house, and I want to encourage you to stop and put your tithe in the box. And uh, we're just doing things uh, a little bit different nowadays. Um, for those of you, now I understand that, that tithing requires uh, spiritual growth. We've got to learn to trust God. You know, I, I grew up in the church. I've heard preachers preach every which possible way they can about tithing. And I go along with most of it. But I understand that we all have to grow in our relationship with God and learn to trust him with more and more aspects of our life. And so for those of you who haven't grown enough to trust the Lord with your toiletries, we have included on our Facebook page a link to our PayPal account. So if you're, I know toilet, toiletries are like gold right now. So if that's more valuable to you than your bank account, feel free to click on our PayPal account and you can give your offering right there. So uh, with that being said, I think I've covered my, my tithing questions that I've had presented to me this week. So uh, getting back on track here, the world has seen these types of things happening for some period of time. This is nothing new. Although the level of fear that I'm seeing worldwide right now is greater than I think we've ever seen before. I mean, think about it. We had World War, World War II. London was being bombed constantly over and over and over again. And yet they still managed to function. They still kept their church doors open. They had their schools. They had their, their shops. They did everything they could to continue on. Right now, we seem to have a fear, and I think that fear personally has been blown a little bit out of proportion. Not a little bit, a lot out of proportion. We're having to make sacrifices that we didn't have to make just a few days ago. Last night, Cindy and I went down to Walmart, uh, friend of mine gave me a recipe for cooking smoking ribs on the smoker out here that I'm anxious to try. So we went down to get a rack of ribs, and there was no pork at all in Walmart. And so being the type of person who has no problem with sacrifice, we bought New York strip steaks instead. And, you know, some of us are just going to have to make those kinds of sacrifices, and that's just part of it. But uh, God is bigger than all of us. I want you to remember that. We lost our Garden of Eden, but we haven't lost eternity. Right now, the world is in chaos. We're seeing it 24 hours, seven days a week on Fox News and every other news channel there is. All they want to talk about is the coronavirus. Corona this, corona that. Everybody's afraid. If you cough like I have been doing since we've been broadcasting in public, people look at you like you got the plague. Um, you know... We've got to be careful. I'm not saying we don't. Uh, something that came to my attention just last night is 
that this virus, they say, is spreading through uh, contact with your gas pumps at the gas station. So, you know, I want to advise everybody, let's let's be careful. We don't need to, to, to be reckless about it. Don't go around licking toilet seats. I've seen that happening on Facebook. I mean, my goodness, the world has just gone nuts. But, you know, wear a glove. Wipe off the gas pump with a, you know, an alcohol wipe or something. Uh, you know, there's a few things that we can do. We've closed the church building. Uh, I told you guys last week we were not going to close until the sheriff's deputies told me we had to. Well, I was informed this week that if we had more than 10 people in the building this week, that the sheriff's deputies would be there to close us down, and they would be writing fines. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm stubborn, but I'm not totally stupid. I'm not going to do anything that would get the church into big trouble and, and cause us to be fined like that. So that was the reason that we've gone to this online uh, church service. But the world is in chaos. The truth is this, for the Christian, what do we possibly have to fear? We have nothing to fear. We already have life everlasting. Do you realize Christians cannot be killed? Our bodies can be destroyed. But we have got life everlasting. So with that, what is there to fear? I remember a cartoon when I was a kid of these two dogs. One was a big bulldog and one was a little uh, chihuahua type of thing. And the little chihuahua guy would bounce around his buddy, you know, and they would go out and get into all kinds of mischief. And the little chihuahua was brave as long as the big bulldog was standing right beside him. Folks, we've got Jesus standing right beside us. We need not fear. We need not join into the chaos that is going on around us. We have Jesus. We already win. No matter what happens, we win. The coronavirus cannot kill the church. It cannot kill Christians. Yes, it might destroy our body. That's true enough. But you know what? From what I read in the Bible, God has got a place where there is no coronavirus. He's got a place where there's no sadness. There's no chaos. I don't even think there's a need for toilet paper. That's something to look forward to. Not something to fear. We need to calm down. This coronavirus will pass. We've got Jesus standing right beside us. Looking out for us. Right now, worldwide, churches are closed. Church buildings are closed. I mean, we're not the only ones. I, I noticed as I was getting ready for this morning on Facebook, online churches popping up all over the place. That's great. But church buildings are closed, and some might view that as a win for Satan. It might look like a win for Satan. But I want to share this in Romans chapter 12, verse 4 through 5. For each of us has one body with many members. And these members do not at all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to the other. I think what's going to come from this chaos is that the world is going to realize the church is not a building. We have a building down there that we refer to as our church. It's a red and white barn, 40 feet wide, 80 feet long. And it is, truthfully, a barn. 
See, cowboy churches, we're a little bit different than traditional churches. We've always got a backup plan. I figured when we built the cowboy church farm that if the church didn't take off, we could fill that with sows, we could farrow out pigs, we could get in the hog business, and we're still going to be able to make a mortgage payment. See, that's how we that's how we think in the cowboy culture. Always have a backup plan. It, it, it actually looks like a dairy barn. Maybe we get some milking cows. I don't know. But there's always a backup plan. Try putting milking cows in the First Baptist Church of whatever town you live in. It's not going to work so good. Not knocking the Baptist Church. I'm just saying we're a little bit more progressive in our thinking, maybe, because we can milk cows in our church. But that's all it is. It's just a building. It's a barn. Nothing special about it. What makes our barn a little bit more special for some of us is the arena and the roping steers that we got next to it. By the way, folks, our cows have come in, so as soon as we get through this quarantine business, we will be ready to start our roping events, and someone will kick off. Things are going to get very busy. But we, we celebrate in a building. But that's all it is. The, the Baptists, the Nazarenes, Catholics, it's just a building. The church are the members. That's what that's what being told in Romans, that's what they write. That the church is the members. We are the body of Christ, not the building. I promise you, the day that Jesus comes back to rapture his church, not one single building will leave its foundation and meeting in the sky. Not one. Matter of fact, they might crumble. body of Christ. That's us. And that can't be shut down by coronavirus. It can't be stopped. You know, I think this is the first time, I'd have to study history a little bit more, but I think this is the first time that the world has ever shut down on this level before. And I think it's the first time that Satan has ever been successful in closing this many church doors at one time. You don't think God's not in control? You don't think this is not all part of God's timing? Look at what we're doing this morning. And look at what many, many churches are doing this morning with a little bitty camera. We're still having church. The body of Christ, the church, is still meeting this morning. We have not been slowed. We've not been detoured from the coronavirus. And we won't be. Understand this. The church will not be defeated because Jesus has already won the battle. So we don't have anything to fear. Yes, I do miss seeing you guys this morning. I miss being in our building this morning. That's true enough. But the body of Christ is carrying on this morning. We can't be defeated by something like the coronavirus. We can't be defeated by anything. Not Satan, nothing. Jesus has already won. Jesus is bigger than all of this. So my point for you for this morning is this. I know there's a lot of anxiety. I know there's a lot of stress. You got to get down. You got to get your groceries bought. You got to make sure you don't catch the virus. You got to worry about this guy. Know this. Whatever happens, Jesus is in control. This thing is bigger than the world. The world is reacting, but Jesus tells his people to not fear. He's got it under control. The God who spoke into creation everything we see and everything we are can handle something like a little a little coronavirus. And closing church doors, buildings, does not stop the church. It's not going to deter the church. Our message is still getting out. 
I don't think it's by accident that the first time church doors have been closed in mass quantity has only happened after we had the internet. Think about it. Don't think God's not in control. God knows how to get his message out. I don't really like the internet. I like it a little bit more now than I did. Matter of fact, if this thing online works, and I can figure out how to broadcast from the fishing deck on my boat, I'll see you guys in August. That would be all right with me. God is in control. Let's not forget that. There's nothing that we need to fear here, folks. Nothing. We just need to trust in Jesus Christ. If you've not accepted the Lord as your Savior, we at Circle 3 are here to help you do that. You can reach out to me via Facebook. If you know my phone number, you're more than welcome to give me a call. If you know where I live, you can stop by as long as you got a roll of toilet paper. I will be happy to talk to you. I will share with you how to become a Christian so that you can have security the way the rest of us do. I have uh, something. Hold on just a second. What does that say? By the way, Cindy's not locked in the barn, just in case any of you guys are still choking over that. She's sitting right here next to me, writing notes and telling me. I forgot to do an announcement. We're going to do announcements at the end of the service. That's right. This has got me all kinds of messed up this morning. But before I do the announcements and before I close the service, I want you to know. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Belief in God is immortal. You have nothing to fear when you have the Lord on your side. And if you need help becoming introduced to Jesus, reach out. Reach out through Facebook, however you need to reach out. And we will be glad to walk you through the process. Uh, before I close in a word of prayer, I do want to touch on our announcements because I normally open with that. Uh, we've got a schedule up. We'll get our schedule over on Facebook so that you guys can see the dates that we've got coming up for our gymkhanas, for excuse me, for our team roping events. Um, so that'll all be posted on Facebook this week. We'll get that out so you guys can keep up. Obviously, right now everything pretty much is on hold. Um, now, the garden team has asked me. They are looking because our our yard sale got canceled. Uh, we have got a church packed full of stuff. I swear, when Circle 3 shows up to do something, they do it big. And we have got a church literally lined wall-to-wall with stuff that needs to go. And so uh, that revenue was going to go to help them buy seed and whatnot for the big garden. The garden team is still going to be able to function. Uh, we've just got to keep our numbers low. So don't hesitate to reach out to Jim, Linda, or Jan about uh, issues with the garden team. But they're looking for seed, any kind of seed, marigold seed. Any kind of seed that you might think would work in the garden, they'll take donations of seed. And then as far as the yard sale goes, uh, the team has is, is visited with me this morning. We've got a church full of stuff that needs to get out of that church because next week we are going to be in the building again with the band and we're going to broadcast from the church building. So I think what we're going to do is we are going to open the yard sale up on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Does that work? 9 a.m. So... We'll get this, the sign fixed out front. We're going to open the church back up, and we're going to allow people in in small groups, 10 at a time, no, no more than 10 in the building at a time. So if you show up at 10 o'clock, you may have to wait in your car, but we're going to let people go in, get what they want, come out, and I think we're going to do it that way. We need to liquidate this stuff out of the church 
And, uh, and then I think there's also some ladies that are going to be working on uh, putting some of this up online so that you can see it online. There's a lot of good stuff down there. And so uh, if, if you uh, get a chance to come by the church next Saturday at 9 a.m. or anytime throughout the day, and I guess uh, we'll keep it open until so everything's gone or until people stop showing up. So uh, if you want to come by on Saturday, I think we'll go ahead and start doing that, and we'll just limit the number of people allowed in the building. Uh, you'll have to wait in the parking lot. And remember your social distancing. I think it's six feet or something like that. But, um, so that's how we're going to handle the yard sale thing. Uh, other announcements, uh, right now, because we don't know what's going on, our Easter celebration is kind of up in the air. Um, you know, it sounds like it's a possibility that we could be closed down still at Easter time. And if that happens, obviously we're going to broadcast an Easter service over the internet. And as soon as we can get back in the building and get back to where we can have events, we will plan an event that will, uh, that will substitute our Easter service. So uh, we'll have to put something like that together. Everything's just kind of up in the air right now. So that's going to happen uh, uh, regardless. We're going to do something uh, to celebrate our resurrected Lord. Of course, we should be doing that every day, but it's always nice to do it, special on, on Easter. And so if we don't get to do it this Easter, on Easter Sunday, we will do it. I can assure you of that. Was there any other, other announcements that I'm missing? Folks, I want to thank you for, for turning in. Uh, this has been kind of different. It's odd for me to, to, to preach to a camera and not to people. Uh, I hope to get better at it. I'm afraid. I've never seen myself preach before. I'm afraid I'm going to watch this playback and, and uh, have to resign after today. I don't know. But uh, anyhow, um, I want you to know we do miss you. We love you guys. Things are still happening at the church, by the way. We poured concrete this week. We got cows in this week, so things are still happening down there. And will continue to happen with our work days. We just got to keep our numbers down. Uh, limited to, to that around 10 or keep us separated. But anyhow, I want to ask you guys to remember to tune in next week at 10 a.m. We'll broadcast from the church. We will have music. It'll be more of what our normal church service looks like. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's joined our Facebook page. My goodness, it exploded over the past couple of days. And, and uh, this is something we're going to continue to do. Even once we get in the building, we're going to continue to have an online presence. So we will start broadcasting our services online and we want to invite any of you who are not in our immediate area to join the Circle 3 family. If you believe in Jesus, you're already part of the family of God. You're already part of our extended family. But if you want to join us via Facebook from here on out as part of our Circle 3 family, we want to invite you to do that too. And uh, if you're ever in our area, stop in and see us. We'd love to, to get to meet you face to face. With that being said, we're going to close with a word of prayer, and that will conclude our broadcast this morning. Dear Holy Father, Lord, again, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for sending your son, Jesus, to come and die on the cross so that we could have victory over sin. Lord, Satan can't lay a finger on us, and that's all thanks to your son and the sacrifice that was paid. Lord, we just thank you for that. I just pray for, for everybody out there watching and listening and, and everybody in this country and around our world, Lord, that we uh, focus more on you and less on the disaster that seems to be pending. Uh, Lord, just help us to keep looking up and looking to you. And all this, Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen.
never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you'd like to, but you're not really sure how, please feel free to email us at circle3podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's circle, the number three, podcast at gmail.com. We would love to help you out. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and click follow. That way you never miss a message. Cowboy churches are the fastest growing in the nation, so there's sure to be one near you if you'd like to try it out. Have a great day. See you next time. Thank you.